As you can see, I do not have my webcam because I think I need to buy a new one. It won't recognize uh -oh. on my computer anymore. <laughs> Yay! Yep. So that's fun. I've got the old faithful Xbox Live Vision camera. Like I was saying before, if I had one of those laying around, I would just hook that in. But <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. I don't. Free with every copy of your in the movies. Mm hmm. Um, and I don't have that either. <clears throat> That's a shame. How could you not have a copy of your in the movies? You know, the well, Xbox 360's greatest hit. What was the connect version of that game? It wasn't the same. I thought it was. Isn't it you're in the movies, too? No. Um, oh, I forget what it was, but it, it didn't have the same name. That's for sure. I, I don't even know how I would try and search that up. I remember Giant Bomb had a, had a quick look of it, and it looked terrible. I feel bad. Apparently, we're doing this during Mario Maker for a oh, CD. God damn it. That was what I... Yeah, I, I avoided streaming today because of that. <laughs> Fuck. All right, well, that works. I don't know. We still got people watching us. Good Thank timing. you for watching us. I personally don't um, care about SGDQ. I just watch VODs for the games I care about after. For, this has been like the GDQ I've not really cared about most of the games. Like a lot of the days, yeah. I'm just like, eh. But like the first day was great, and today looks pretty good, and tomorrow looks pretty good. I usually just catch the closing ceremony stuff. I like to see how much they raised. So that's me. That's fair. I saw some pretty cool Tetris yesterday. I'm yeah. so sad I missed the Tetris yesterday. Grandmaster yeah, stuff play. is always a good watch. Yeah. yeah. Four players. They had arcade sticks. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. I'll go back and watch that. I guess another reason I don't really care is because since I work weird hours, I just miss everything anyway. Yeah, you never get anything live unless it's in like Europe. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that when I get home is like the like after hours stuff that nobody cares about on SGDQ anyways. Sometimes I do, but for the most part, I just don't. So VODs for me. That's how I do everything. Anyway. Are they are they nonstop, like going 24 hours? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It sucks because a lot of the stuff I want to watch is in like really early hours and I'm already got a completely messed up sleep schedule, so I always miss it. Mm -hmm. I'll look at I'll look at the schedule like, oh yeah, sweet. I want to watch these games. Oh, they're at 6 a.m. my time until noon. Okay. I guess I'll miss all those. See, for me, that's perfect huh? time for games I care about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could watch about half of that. Right? Sure. Like nine to noon. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, top down perspective. Yeah, it's been Yo, uh, a week. It's been it's been like two weeks for you. Yeah, we, we, we didn't episode. meet up last week. Uh, where were you Sean what happened I was yeah I, I, I guess it's been no you're right it's been three weeks for me right it's been a while for you yeah 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 uh, where where was I first weekend I was in Arizona I believe sure it got to and I'll do this in both ver uh, temperatures so in Celsius and then Fahrenheit yeah 47 jeez 117 and Gross. that's when we started playing sports outside uh that that was crazy like let me put this in perspective for you uh hot tubs are usually around 40 degrees or 100 degrees yeah this was hotter than this was just the air being hotter than a hot tub uh and that's, that's when we gross. started uh playing sports and running around and sprinting 
That was nope. That was something else. Nope. That sounds terrible. <laughs> um, the the way we combated that though was we had a, a cooler of ice that we just kept dunking our jerseys into uh-huh. and like towels. <laughs> so every time we were on the bench, like someone would put like an ice towel around your neck. How long did those last we icy though? I bet they probably heated up quick. No, it was it was pretty good because the sun okay. had already gone down when we started. Oh. So they they and we had a whole bunch of the towels. So we were just rotating them, and yeah, we were all starting every game with just like a soaking wet icy jersey and stuff. Great. Um, so that's that's how we did that. Let me tell you about um these locker rooms that we went to after the fact. A friend of our team's uh, parents are part of a country club down down there, and oh my god, the like someone could live in these locker rooms at the country club The in the men's I'm sure it's the same as the women's the locker room had its own hot tub and sauna. Okay. There was leather couches and big screen TV. <laughs> there was a lemonade and coffee bar. Uh, the counters by the sinks had every assortment of like, Shaving cream, aftershave, hair gel, body spray, just whatever you wanted. It even had containers of that blue liquid with combs in it that you see at the barbershop. Whatever that blue liquid is. Right. Individually wrapped toothbrushes that were pre-toothpasted. What? Okay. You know, when you're so rich and important that you don't have time to put toothpaste on your toothbrush. That... I mean, what? the only person here that would know that problem is John. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, John, that's John, a major John's saying what? Because he's like, that's not weird. What are you talking <laughs> about? Yeah, I have people for that. <laughs> God, if only. Yeah, to his butler. Don't don't come bug me until that's pre toothpasted. Then come get me. Right. Uh, a hot lather machine. Uh, for like shaving cream, it was warmed cream for your face yeah it, it was I, insane. i've heard of that that, that was that was a those were crazy locker rooms that we got to use after our games uh never wanted to leave that uh and then this last weekend <clears throat> uh i was up in calgary uh for my dad's wedding uh and it rained a bunch yep yep that's, it really did that, yeah but we've had there a was, nice dry was, spell the past couple days though it, and it only rained kind of in like the evening afternoon time, so the mornings were fine. I went mm-hmm. biking and stuff. Uh, l- let me tell you about this drinking game that our neighbors uh, were playing, and they they came over <laughs> and like joined us because okay. you know, everyone was having like a party on their deck and their lawn. So they come over. The drinking game is two people. They're in chairs facing each other. They're maybe about five meters apart. Okay. They have a unopened beer can about a foot to their right uh each person has an has like a real like an actual dart like dartboards dart and you go back and forth throwing the dart at the beer can uh if you puncture it the person has to shotgun the beer yeah okay <laughs> sure if you hit the person you have to shotgun your own beer that's yeah, uh, okay. That never actually happened. I'm it's, sure. It's pretty easy to avoid the person. Yeah. Uh, but that game was pretty silly. That was a pretty silly game. Um, Sounds fun. For those listening, you didn't hear this game from me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if 
for safety. Do you reasons. want to explain how to shotgun a beer, Sean? Sure, for people who don't know. <laughs> uh, you need to put a hole in the side of the can. Yeah. And then tilt the opening of, like, the actual opening of the can up yep. and open it. Yeah. So that that's pointing somewhat up. And then you have to drink the whole thing from the side of the can while the air is coming in from the top. I'm pretty surprised you actually described what shotgunning a beer was for people who might I mean, not I mean, I don't drink, but I live in a college town. Yeah, yeah. So he, he would know that by default. Yeah. Yeah, like, that happens pretty regularly to my friends and those around me. Have you ever shotgunned um, a beer, Sean? I've never drank. Oh, so, okay. No. <laughs> Good uh, reason. Good Fair reason. Enough. Fair enough. Uh, shout out to my girlfriend though. Ended up shotgunning four beers that night. Th- that's pretty uh, good. She was a she was a champ. P- the people were pretty impressed when she went down and she was like, "Yeah, I'll play." Yeah, uh, that's pretty impressive for anybody who has shotgunned a beer before. You know that after one, your stomach feels like garbage. <laughs> it's well, yeah, the worst. I mean, and for those who haven't drank, think of like downing an entire pop in like ten seconds without a break. Like that's gonna hurt. Yeah. So it's true. Uh yeah. I mean I I played the game and just, you know, someone drank for me, but the first time I sat down, <laughs> I was against my girlfriend. I was like, let's see how this goes. Got her in one shot. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Uh <laughs> after that I got destroyed. Mm-hmm. But that was still just kind of a fun it was total luck, obviously. Um but that's a that's a pretty pretty fun game. Uh, how about you? What have you guys been up to the last two weeks? Do you any? Did you guys do anything exciting for Canada Day? No. Nope. I worked. Did you do anything exciting for Fourth of July? I worked. Nope. That All was right. Monday. So. Okay. Yeah. The Saturday did start yeah. though. Oh yeah, that was today, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? What started? The Stampede. stampede. Calgary Stampede. Oh right, yeah, we were bummed that we missed that. Yeah. It started later than it usually does. It's usually like the first Friday, right? That's what my dad was saying. Oops. I think so. Yeah. This is the first yeah. year in about four years that I'm considering like going for real. Check it oh, out. What's, again. what's what's oh, just because it's been a while or is there a specific reason? It's been a while uh, primarily to get all that like crazy food that they're known for now. <laughs> okay. Mm. What? I saw that you posted like an article for people to like pick the food. What what has people been telling you? What's caught your eye? Honestly, the problem is is that everybody has said a different item. So essentially, the whole menu. Okay, well then, just tell us some shoutouts because <laughs> I haven't looked at the the article. I'm sure there's people who haven't seen the what one they have there. The ones I'm looking at for sure are the like Oreo milkshake thing. Looks pretty good. It's pretty normal. That seems like that, a normal. That does thing. seem kind of sensible. So like I could see Dairy Queen having that. Yeah. Uh the problem I have with it is milky things on a hot day with a bunch of people. Like Sampy's a very hot area. Seems like a bad mixture to me. That's kind of why I'm leaning towards maybe like the lemonade stuff for drinks. But um other than that, there's a lot of corn dog shit this year. Like a lot of corn dog shit. I don't know what the hell happened, but it's different corn, types corn of dogs, hot dogs. Just making a comeback. I guess it's the year so. Of the corn dog. <laughs> exactly. You're the bow. You're blue. Or you're Luigi. You're the corn dog. I think that's how that goes. Yeah, um, it's natural progression. I like corn oh, dogs man, a could lot. Could you imagine if so Nintendo announced those. the year of the corn dog and <laughs> had like three or four games lined up, all relating to corn dogs? I would actually care about 
Nintendo more if they did that. I'm j- I'm trying like I'm trying to okay, let's spitball this. One of them would have to be a Kirby game, right? Yeah. Oh, for that sure. Seems, that seems sensible. There'd probably be like a Mario and Luigi game where they're in some kingdom where all the all the towns are like food related. The yeah. corn dog kingdom. Like corn dog kingdom, and there's like a dessert town or something, you know what I mean? Like and everything looks huge compared to them. What like what else could they do? The they would have like, oh, we're releasing a new Mario Kart stage that's corn dog related, and they would include that, even though it really doesn't count, right? Because like, that's not a full thing. Yeah, that's all I can think of. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm amazed you went that far with it. Honestly, yeah, yeah, it's further than I would have gone. So there's that. What's the big weird one? Because in the past, it's been like Scorpion stuff. I don't know if there's like a big weird like scorpion thing this year. Were there just any bug pizza? There's no bug ones. There's Which one good, bug but... one that I saw. It's uh, what the hell is it? It's just like, I think it's crickets or something like drizzled with syrup or some bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't see. It was the only thing on there. I think the thing that impressed me is there's a like corn on the stick or whatever. And they spelt corn with a K, like the band. Oh, my God. So I was like, right. all right. I wonder what that is. It's apparently just popcorn. Oh, Haze is a religion. Say, I th- <laughs> <laughs> no. No, gaming sorry. Gaming is, is a, religion. a religion. And Haze yeah. is, is the, the shit. shit. <laughs> Haze is the shit. See, I thought it was going to be like one of those like electric toothbrushes where you press a button on it. And while you're eating it, it starts playing Freak on a Leash. <laughs> That to me would have been just as good as it just quoting the Hayes line. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Anyways, a lot of disgusting, amazing looking food. As well, usual. if you go, you'll have to report back. Tell us what it's all. Oh, there will be pictures and probably like something stupid, like a periscope or something of me throwing up go. after eating the worst garbage you could possibly imagine. John, what's the worst food you've eaten at the Calgary Stampede? Uh, I'm not as even remotely as adventurous. So deep fried Kool Aid. That's probably the weirdest. That thing. actually kind of would have been cool. That actually could have been cool to try because all the sugar would have made it like super crunchy. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was just batter that was kind of raspberry flavored. Mm. Um, Reese is freaking out that- in the chat because she saw some of the food <laughs> in that link. Yeah, yeah. there's, um, you know what, I'm going to put it in the chat here for people to take right. a look at, but. There you go. A lot I'm of deep fried everything. Oreo churro sounded interesting. Okay, that sounds, that sounds. Oh, doable. you left out that that milkshake, that Oreo milkshake is deep fried. That's deep that's fried a, Oreos. Yeah. Yeah, that's an important thing to have put into that milkshake description. Oh, the, yeah, yeah the Oreos so. are deep fried, not the milkshake, but. Right. Yeah. Actually, what that is a PBO stack? P- Peanut butter, Oreo. I was Oreos. assuming. Yeah, I think it's the year of the Oreo more than anything here. Oh, teriyaki chicken pierogies. That just sounds delicious. I know. Like so, that's the thing is that none of these are really super weird. They're just different. Deep fried tequila shot. That sounds weird. Does it? That sounds super. I weird. I actually looked that one up. Apparently, it's non-alcoholic. Nutella glazed mini donuts. How is that non-alcoholic? Yeah, I'm so into Nutella glazed mini donuts. Yo, let me tell you about Nutella and how obsessed I am with it. Fruit oh, infused they're... grilled cheese. That sounds good. It looks just like rainbow. 
Yeah, that rainbow Ven- vomit. I think it looks gross though. That picture just looks wrong. You got a venison yeah. dog. Yeah. Oreo rice. Yeah, oh my I God. didn't. I wasn't sure about that one either. Cooked in coconut milk, this rice pudding is infused with and topped with Oreos. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Fucking Oreos, man. <laughs> topped with Oreos. Cantaloupe <laughs> lemonade? Like, cantaloupe doesn't really seem like a drink flavor I'd be that into. You know, I would try that, though, because I do like cantaloupe. Sure. But you're right. It seems weird for a lemonade flavor. Oh, man. Big pickle dog? This looks stupid. It's a hot dog <laughs> wrapped in a pickle. Yeah then deep fried yeah. in batter no i want to try that one for sure <laughs> grilled biggest mac and baddest cheese. brat 12 inches of locally crafted bratwurst that's just a really long hot dog yeah garlic parmesan poutine that sounds good that does sound good you're right the weird thing is see at the very top there's butter chicken fries that's yeah. like existed forever at new york fries i remember eating that like 10 years ago well yeah, I mean, some of these are, are pretty standard, like grilled mac and cheese. Th- that's pretty easy to find. Yeah. I don't see anything with uh, bugs. Maybe I missed it. Sti- uh, uh, there the was sticky toffee one. bug balls. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. And uh, there's one above that, the golden grasshopper pie pop. I don't think that had grasshopper in it. I thought I looked at that one. Oh, maybe you're I right. believe it does. I think grasshopper no, was just it says a crickets. name. It says crickets. Oh, okay. The oh, pop- yeah. There we go. Crickets. I was yeah. I was looking for grasshopper yeah, when I skimmed. When it. you look at that picture, you think those are like almonds or nuts on the outside. Oh no, They're yeah, those are bugs. bugs. Yeah, those are bugs. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Would you guys be good on something? Actually, I know the answer from John, but like you know, Fear Factor. The second thing is always eating something weird or gross. Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. See, I don't even I need would, to say no. shit. I don't. You know my answer is no. Yeah, I know your no. answer, and that's fine. Max, see, I no. totally would. I wouldn't feel good about it. I would totally be able to just eat whatever. I'd probably throw up after, but it doesn't matter. That's like, that's kind of like the question of like, if you had to do like the Amazing Race, who would you bring? And I'd have to bring someone who could do like the eating challenges. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I can't, yeah. No. I'm fine doing like some of the stunts. Hey, could you guys do like, like walking through like a pit of snakes or, yeah, or like that stuff absolutely. where you're inside with with live creatures? Yeah, I could. Depends. Depends. For money, yes. If I was, if somebody was just like do this, like or die or something, I would sure. probably take death. Oh. <laughs> like money is what? more important to me than life. That that's a, okay. That's a weird sentence. Um, but getting us back real. on track. I'm pretty sure I saw one where they had to sit there with a glass box on their head full of tarantulas. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking of the tester. <laughs> you know. Wait, was that the tester? <laughs> there was cockroaches. Oh, man, that was the tester. Yeah. yeah. I mean, te- yeah, I mean, the tester is the best game show. It really um, is. Bring back the tester season four oh or five, whatever we're on. I think we're on four. Yeah, fear is not a factor when you test video games for a living. <laughs> Anyway, oh, man, the tester. We should okay. we should and move speak, on. Speaking of video games, <laughs> it's uh it's July eighth. Uh, all three of us are here today. Yeah. Hey. Um, let's save the big one for last. All right. Sure. Um, so John, you're last. Then yep. Paul, what have you been playing? <laughs> God damn it! Okay, you threw Sorry, me dude. off. No, he threw I'm... me off because I was looking at something else, so I had to go back to my list quickly when he said my name. Uh, I started off with Super Fight. 
So this is that card game that plays very much like a, like a meta game, actually, where you okay. draw a bunch of cards and you pick what your like person is going to be in this fight against another person or like against a bunch of people or whatever. So like some options are like a hobo or like MacGyver, just a dude, basically. Right. And then what? I mean, those are the two ways I used to describe myself. A dude. A hobo and a a MacGyver. Yeah, (laughs) a hobo MacGyver. And uh, then you draw a card that represents what their, like, skills or power is or weapon or anything like that. So some options are, like, can fly, uh, has a T-Rex, a live T-Rex head on a stick. Just, like, silly shit like that. And then there's usually a third card that's drawn for you that's kind of like a wild card. So when I was playing it with people, sometimes their arguments would just fall apart because the wild card they got was has no legs. So it's like, well, if you have no legs, like I win this fight, basically sort of thing. There's also some other cards like where you're fighting and like a variable that's happening. So like you might be fighting in heaven while like what was one here actually we had we had fighting on an airplane while in a tornado so just shit like that and then you have to make arguments as to why you would win this fight with what you have was this a video game or like an actual card game it's an actual card game then they released it on top uh tabletop Mm. simulator but now there's actually a version coming out which is a standalone program like a video game version of it that integrates into Twitch so that your Twitch chat can actually vote on the winner with you. That's cool. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about this. this sounds, Apparently, this is really good. It's it actually sounds, really it sounds good. like a great card game. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, the way they integrated it into like a video game format is really nice. <clears throat> it's easy to jump in with a few friends. The matches are quick. They're usually about five to ten minutes, so you can get people rotated in if you want. The Twitch integration is really, really nice, so... If people are watching, they're able to like laugh along at how ridiculous it is and choose who they think the winner is. And yeah, there's a progression system. This is the biggest complaint people have had that I've played with is that you start off with like base cards, essentially, and then you unlock more as you progress. However, I didn't find it was that much of a problem because the first time you quote unquote level up, which is maybe after like one good game or two decent games or whatever, you get like 20 more cards and then you get like a shitload of cards every time you level up or gain experience or stuff like that. So I don't know. I think it's really, really good. It's going to be, I think about $10 on the steam store this week. Maybe. Isn't it still only in beta though? Like it has like timed beta sessions. That was just uh, straight up running. It's straight up running this week, but yes, you're right. That's how I played it was through the the card game is a, is 35 bucks. It, the actual card game. Yeah. Oh, and they have expansions already, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been... A, the ga- the actual card games existed for years. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. This game looks fun. I, I'm, I might pick this up. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely very good. And the way they... Oh, there's a whole bunch of expansions. Yeah. Like it's, I been said, it's been around for a, been a long for a time, while. man. It's been around probably, like, not as long as metagame, but probably, like, the year after. Like, it's been a while. I think it was like two years after Cards Against Humanity came out. Yeah. That sounds about right. So yeah, 
that's really good. People should look into it if they have people people to play with. Even if you don't, you can just like join a lobby randomly. The weird thing about it is if you do get this version on Steam, like when it comes out, it defaults that if you have any sort of camera and mic, it will default to on. So if you just like jump on to play and then into a match, it'll probably be showing your camera to everybody you're playing with right away. So you will want to go to the options and turn that off if you don't want that. But it it's, it seems like it could have the same problems Uno did on Xbox because the cam goes on automatically. There will probably be like some weird shit. Uh, those were all purposeful and we thank them for that. Yeah. So <laughs> there's some weird shit you could see on camera sometimes and some creepy stuff. But yeah, overall, I think it's worth a look at. Uh, next game I played was Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah, I saw you both of you guys picked this up on the Steam sale. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, Hyper, I haven't played enough of it to really like make a solid opinion on it. I don't think it plays in the way that I like as much as like another game on this list did that I played around the same time and it has some similarities. The thing that Hyperlight Drifter does very well is it's very obscure when you're playing it, but you can still read it, if that makes sense. Like, you don't really know what every symbol and thing on the game is, but it makes a little more sense as you play it, kind of like Fez did, in a way, where, like, for Fez, you would get one of those, like, cubes or something, and then it would unlock a thing, and you could kind of piece together how this game was being put together. This kind of does the same thing. It's, uh... Art style is very nice. I was saying that, remember Sword and Sorcery? That came out years ago on iOS and then other platforms later. It has that kind of same feel, but maybe like an evolved form where I didn't think that game looked particularly great as like uh, like that weird pixely style. Like I just didn't like... I like that style, that like long pixeled thing. I like that style. I just didn't think that game did it well, really. For me, this okay. game is feels like an upgraded version of that and how it looks like very colorful. It feels a lot more fleshed out. Um, the combat, though, is kind of what people say they really like about it. And I don't necessarily, but I hear that it gets a little bit easier and makes more sense when you like unlock stuff. So that's why I can't really talk too much about that. It's very much uh, dashing around like attacking with your sword and gun sort of thing, kind of like a uh, devil may cry or something like a hack and slash where you're dodging attacks and attacking other dudes and that whole sort of thing. It gets better apparently when you can just dash all the time and get like upgrades like that. So then I could see it feeling better as of right now. I'm very low and very low level and like at the start of the game or whatever. So it doesn't feel too great, but yeah, that game's cool. It looks nice. It, music and yeah, it looks really super good. stylish the style is the reason like people should look mm. at that for sure that uh i saw the intro uh video mm-hmm. and that's super cool mm-hmm. yeah the intro video is cool it was a bit loud i had to turn down the volume but like other than that that's the only gripe i had with that intro video like every fucking intro to every game lately they're just too loud it's because you're an old man it's because i'm an old man exactly uh next up on the list is i started tokyo mirage sessions 
Okay, I'm curious about this. I want to play this. I don't have time for this. What's yeah. with all these games coming out this summer? <laughs> this is kind of the problem I'm starting to wonder like if I have time to finish it, but I've been enjoying what I've played so far. So Tokyo Mirage Sessions, for anybody who has played a Persona game, plays very much like the evolution of that style. You are running around. So it's, in not, a it's not tactics like it's not tactics. Fire Emblem. No, no. Okay. You're running around in a dungeon. You're swinging your weapon at things to attack them or to like kind of like knock them down or whatever. So you can get an advantage when you attack them. You go into the screen where it shows your party like surrounding a monster or whatever. The thing they do cool is the session abilities where in Persona 4 and I'm going to use Persona 4 for like some comparisons here. There would be the system when you hit a monster's weakness is that you got like another attack on them or like another thing you could do because you kind of like stunned that monster by hitting them with their weakness. In this, it's more like when you hit a weakness of a monster, you can chain that attack to other members' skills. So, for example, like one of them would be say a monster is weak to like your sword attack or whatever. So, you use a sword attack. And then that combos together with another character you have that uses a lance attack because, like, there's a weakness there or something. So you can just, like, chain this giant, like, absolute ass whooping on one thing. And it's really, really cool. You know what this sounds like? And I could be wrong because I haven't played this game in forever. Uh But the chaining of combos for the special attacks kind of is very similar to that... um, it was on the 360. It was like a music RPG. Do you know what I'm talking about, John? Where you played it, you were like inside, like sh- you played as like Chopin. Oh, that's um, Eternal Sonata. Eternal Sonata. I never that's, played it. Sounds that. a little bit like that. Yeah. And I could be wrong. I haven't played that game in years, but it also had like a when you do a specific attack, it chains to the next person doing an attack and you kind of line it up like that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty much pretty similar there. So now what I'm excited about, obviously, is that I'm sure there's going to be a final boss battle with this big, like, weird looking monster demon dude or something. And you're going to just have it set up where you can just do like 50 attacks by <laughs> everything. And it's going to look fucking dope. But that looks that sounds cool. As of right now, I only have like three party members. <laughs> so when it still looks cool, it's just not crazy yet. How stylish is this game as well? Because it's very it colorful. So cool. It's very, very yeah. colorful. And like and like tons of J-pop. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the like <clears throat> objective things. If you don't like J-pop, you might not get into the style of this game. I like J-pop. I like dumb anime bullshit from time to time. So that fits up my alley. It at the end of the day, what it feels like is this is like a perfect like methadone sort of like treatment until the next persona comes out. Like it's tidying people over because it feels very much like a persona game, but not to the full extent of a persona game. Cause like the story doesn't feel there yet. And I hear it never really pops off in the way a persona game does. The characters are cool, but they're not as cool as like other characters are. This just kind of feels like a spinoff thing that people can try and have fun with for a while until p5 i'm going to continue my streak of only playing their weird spin-offs. yeah fair enough uh, this is still a good Catherine one to this yeah no i definitely yeah. recommend it yeah i'm looking forward to it just when 
because like Amazon was telling me like, hey, you know, this is going to be the last day where you can get it for 20% off. And I was like, man, I'm like so busy. What with like Pokemon Go and Box Box Boy and I just ordered Zero Time Dilemma. Like I'm yeah. hoping that by the time I finish Zero Time Dilemma, it'll be like discounted or something because no one's probably buying that game. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know it, the case is either going to be no one picked up this game or they didn't make like any copies of this game. Yeah, how niche it is. I'm pretty sure they didn't just make enough copies. Yeah. Uh, next game I played is a little bit older. Uh, it's called Stories: A Path of Destinies. Do either of you two know this? I, no, because the title is really bad in describing what this game is. <laughs> it's kind of. It is. It's a racing game. Yeah, kind of. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he was actually right. That would be yeah, really it's a funny. Formula One racing game simulation. It's really serious. No, it's um isometric view hack and slash game with uh Batman Arkham combat mechanics. And that like, was close. Yeah, pretty much. The thing about this game that makes it special though is that it's one of these games where you play through the story in like I think it was like an hour. Like the full first part of the story is in like an hour, and it's like a choose your own adventure. And then at the very end of it, you just like go back to your first choice and then you can choose different branching paths. So you're kind of like putting together all these different stories of how this like event is going on in different ways. So you're seeing different parts of it. Like your first option is, do you save your old friend, this bunny guy, or do you go for like this powerful artifact weapon to take out the emperor? So you save your friend and then some stuff happens and like whatever you can't get the artifact anymore because they took it away or like something like that or if you go the other path your friend died because he was like interrogated and killed or something and like it just kind of weaves all these stories from the same point over and over again until you get like a true ending and stuff like that i have to play more of it but i really like speaking that of zero concept. time dilemma this sounds like the zero escape <laughs> series yeah so yeah that's what I've been told. I have to play those games still, but it's yeah. really fun. It's uh, it has the same appeal that I felt Bastion did with a narrator and like just kind of a charming story and world that you're kind of piecing together as you play through it. Only instead of Bastion being like you play through it in a linear section sense, you're playing through this multiple times to see different parts of like how the story plays out. And I like that. It also looks really, really nice. So there's that. It's a cool game. Cool. I just think the name is terrible because it's so unmemorable. Like, it's so hard to remember <laughs> what the game is called. I actually had to look it up again when I was writing You're it right. in here. It's pretty bland. It's a bland name. Unlike Stranger of Sword City, which is an easy to remember name, that game is weird. Do either of you know what this is? I'm going to stick with the old uh, Formula One simulation <laughs> racer. Yeah. Strangers okay. of Sword City? No, I don't. Okay. So I hear the Etrian Odyssey series is kind of like this, like the old style of wizardry games where it's a dungeon crawler, but it's in first person and every section is done in like a tile and a turn order. So like one step forward is considered one turn and then like an enemy could like take one turn to move forward, etc., etc. Orcs and Elves was like one of my favorite versions of this on the DS back years ago. But um, it's that type of gameplay style 
mixed with JRPG battle mechanics. So like when you get into a fight, instead of fighting in real time, like against an enemy in the dungeon, you kind of like touch a square where there's enemies hidden or whatever. And then it goes into an RPG battle format. And yeah, it's just a basic JRPG from there where you have like your attacks and skills and spells and shit like that. And party members, the thing about this game that I liked is I thought it looked very, very cool. It starts off really, really weird. <clears throat> like, I'll just... The first 10 minutes of this game are basically you create your character, then, like, you're in a dungeon, and the dialogue's saying, like, you hear someone behind you, and this old man's like, oh, you're new here. Do you know what you're doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like, just stupid intro stuff. He's like, here, follow me. I'll help you out. So you follow him, like, out of this dungeon, up this, like, staircase or whatever. And then when you're out of there, he's just like... Yeah, now I'm going to fucking kill you. Throws like summons a wyvern and a hydra to kill you that are 17 levels above you. And then like an anime girl comes out of nowhere, slices the wyvern's head off and helps you fight. Like this is the first like five minutes of this game. So I was like, yeah, I'm so fucking in. Now, the problem with this is that that never changes. So this girl that you meet up with is like level 13 or whatever. And she's the only one that could take these creatures on so your main character ends up dying and she like brings you back to life and saves you when you go back out into the world you generally have between level two to level four people in your party and you are still fighting against level 13 to level 17 enemies and it's really really irritating it's one of these games that they expect you to grind out levels early and like keep the grinding going and i don't know if i'm into that even though i think the story is interesting so yeah it's a bummer yeah i mean that's what i liked about the bravely default games is the auto battling because i just i don't got time to be grinding anymore yeah this is it's very old in the way it does its rpg sensibilities in that regard i guess the way they kind of justify it is that you have a party of six members and you're generally facing off like against maybe one to three enemies right away so you have the strength and numbers and different things you can do but it doesn't really help when you get like screwed by this one mob which is actually six enemies all level like 15 and you still have level twos and threes in your party they just end up wiping you basically unless you're really able to just keep up with healing and like focusing and your attacks and stuff it's it's a little too intense for me. And okay. in a world where Tokyo Mirage Sessions is like another RPG that I think is much more stylish, I don't know when I go back to Stranger of Sword City. I might actually just watch somebody let's play it, to be completely honest with you. I want to see that story. I just don't want to do hours of grinding. I just don't have the time for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the last game I'll talk about is called VA-11 Hall-A, a cyberpunk bartender action, or... So Valhalla. Valhalla, yeah. So... This is a cool name. Yeah, so VA-11 Hall-A is actually where this bar is in this cyberpunk city, which they just refer to as Valhalla for that reason. So you are a girl named Jill who works at a bar and you mix drinks for the clientele and you kind of just listen to their stories and find out about this world sort of how through how they describe it and stuff like that it's 
it's one of these niche games that if you have any other visual novels that like you're interested in that this is like perfectly for me i really really like cyberpunk bullshit and like futuristic city crap like that and i've always liked the idea of just like working at a bar maybe for like a weekend and just like hearing people's stories while they're getting drunk and like hearing about their lives and just have you heard of a game catherine yeah no that's the best part of catherine (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry you said this is a visual novel it's mostly a visual novel with some like the mechanic that of the game is somebody comes up to the bar they ask for a drink you look up in your little like manual there how to mix the drink then you mix the different ingredients together and serve it to them but other than that, but yeah, what if instead of that, yeah. you were in the bathroom receiving sexy photos from your girlfriend? Catherine. I mean, that's been done. <laughs> Literally, so, it's been done in yeah. Catherine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. This game sounds cool, too. I like visual novels. Yeah. Like I said, it's one of these things, though, that like it's very it feels very niche to me if for something in for a visual novel concept but i think it looks cool it's stylish uh the music's great in it the dialogue is really really good it's a little crude and stuff which is kind of up my alley as well the weird thing about this game i guess is that i think it's meant to be like a tongue-in-cheek like very anime style but i don't see that yet it seems like some of the characters you meet up later are like very cliche anime. I mean, the fucking site for the game is called waifubartending.com. Oh so, my god. So we'll okay. see. It might get to the point where it's a little gross, <laughs> in my opinion. Right. But, but as of right now, it's fun and I think it's cool. I think it's something people should look into if they think the idea of being a bartender in a cyberpunk world sounds interesting. Nice. And I'll talk about Pokemon Go when you guys talk about it. So, right, right. right. Um, all right, going to me. I uh, over the last few weeks, I I finished Bravely Second. Nice, nice. I'm free. I'm totally free. Wow. I'm uh, impressed. Yeah, that game. <clears throat> it does the annoying thing where it kind of leads up to an ending. Yeah. But then it just keeps going. Oh no! And it does that like. <laughs> there's like three moments in that game where there's like an ending. There's like three endings, basically. Uh, so that was kind of annoying. And it makes the, you know, the later half of I shouldn't say half the later, like quarter of the game just kind of dragging on because you're just like, when is this going to end? Come on. Uh, but it does some really cool stuff with like its twists. Uh, you know, I, I've i been mentioning bits and pieces about this game for the last few weeks, and I'm, I'm happy to be over with it. John, are you going to be finishing this game? I don't know. I'm still doing like the the ball fights, but I have not moved in the game since last time we talked. I'm still in the clock tower in chapter one. My party yes. is level fifty nine because I that literally all I've done is fight the balls and then just close it. You're a grinder, okay. right? Like the problems I had in Stranger of Sword City, you would actually be probably okay with. I it depends on the mood I'm in for grinding. Okay. Like the 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 grinding in Bravely Second is literally uh, run something in the background when you're not playing your 3ds, 
open it up, fight the boss for about 15, 20 seconds, get at least two levels worth of experience, and then close and rinse and repeat. So the amount of game time I've actually clocked in Bravely Second over the past couple weeks is probably two minutes a day. I mean, at at your level, you could just switch uh, encounters to negative 100% and run through about, you know, 80% of that game. Yeah. Just doing the bosses. Uh, I finished in around, I want to say high, mid to high 60s, I think. Whoa, you don't actually have to hit 99 this time? No, you don't. Oh, you do not. Hmm. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and that was the one thing that bothered me. six chapters to that game. There's only six, not eight? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, um, that game's fine. Yep. Uh, I think the story's not that great. Uh, but, anyway, it had some cool twists near the back half, for sure. Cool. Uh, I've been playing Box Box Boy. Nice. Uh, um, that game's five bucks. It's great. Uh, it's just more Box Boy. There's not as many costumes as there were in the last game, and you get all your costumes from the first game. Although I'm trying to avoid using like the later game ones, uh, like because Ninja they, like, and Superman and all that. Yeah, that just make the game easier, right? Because uh, you'd be able to skip so many of the obstacles if you can like jump higher and whatnot or whatever. Uh, so I'm just using some of the new costumes, but there's not a ton of them. It's just more of that. You can make two blocks now. I'm only on like world five. I want to say, I, I don't know. I don't know how many ma- there are, but it's, it's more box boy and box boy is fantastic. Uh-huh. So I recommend that. Cool. Uh, all right. Um, so we're not going to do a new segment this week because now we're just going to talk about Pokemon go. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's not really much news, but we have a lot to talk about Pokemon go. Yeah, I feel I think here's a here's how I want to start it list in order your top three biggest grievances with this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, does server issues even count? Because at this point, that will eventually no, be fixed. Server maintenance is my number three. For sure. For sure. So what? So that's not your top problem or is that your top? That's problem? not my that's not my top. Problem. That's not your top problem. I mean, it's a pretty big problem, but there's just some other stuff that I'm just, like, baffled by. I hate signing in every single time. (laughs) My number two is similarly, every time you sign in, it resets your settings. Yeah, Yeah, I don't understand why that happens. So, battery saving mode doesn't save. So, like, I forgot, basically, to put battery saving mode on one of the times. Battery saving mode, just so you know, is the only one you flip the phone upside down. That's the only actual battery saving mode. And here's my number one problem with this game. It doesn't doesn't run run in the the background. background. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. You're right. Is this 2010? No, this is like... Oh my god. It's such a bad app. Like, whoever programmed that should just be fucking fired. It's garbage. The problem is, is that it's still fun. (laughs) From yeah, what, no, I'm still playing I, it a lot. From what I believe they were saying about that weird accessory you get, that's supposed to let you run it in the background, basically, which is stupid. Oh. I, no, but actually, I heard the mean? opposite. I heard the, th- the app still needs to be open. Oh, my God, are you fucking serious? That's, why are <laughs> you buy the j- fucking thing? I haven't researched it because I don't want to buy a Pokeball bracelet, um, but yeah. I was just hearing it from someone else who said they were looked into it, and yeah. 
And you can, you, apparently you can streamline, like you don't have to take the phone out and do stuff. You can like press the button on the bracelet to, to do a lot of stuff, but it still needs to be open. <clears throat> That's Great. stupid. Which at the rate I, my battery is going down and then turning Bluetooth on. It just makes it impossible. Yeah, it's, oh man, it's so weird. So, but like the server stuff, I can't, I can't even believe that. Did they not know what Pokemon okay. was? I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second here and just say one thing. <clears throat> this isn't officially out in a lot of places yet. And I know a lot of people, myself included, downloaded the APK to just yep. like start playing it, even though they probably didn't consider people would do that. So I think they're getting a little more overloaded than they anticipated but at this time. But they've already released in the United States. It's but, officially released but there. It's a fucking Pokemon game <laughs> that people have been like, talking about for a long time. So yeah, like it's weird because it came out with like no fanfare. It just appeared in the app stores, but uh, apparently, like they said, like yeah, we were expecting it to be like popular, but it exceeded our expectations. I think what they that, said, that's which is insane. They should have known. Yeah, yeah. From the first trailer, people were bananas for this. Like yeah. people had been looking forward to this for so long. Yeah. It's also Pokemon. How much does Pokemon sell? It sells a lot. And this is going to reach way more than just that. Like, I don't even understand. Yeah. And, and apparently they've uh, paused putting out the game in other countries so that they can fix the States, uh, which is good. Cause I don't need more people logging into this thing. We have too many. Sure. I, if you're listening to this, Please stop playing it so I can play it more regularly. <laughs> but I would say half my time with this game has been seeing that server maintenance screen. Yeah. I've had a bunch of server maintenance, but I've had a lot of times where it's actually worked too. So, I mean, like I said, I've, I've had about half and half. Mm. Um, but so, yeah, there's a lot of things wrong with it. Uh, my main thing that I want though is is in the background. Like, yeah. let me exit the app. I agree. And, like, my phone literally counts my steps. That is a default feature of my phone. Why is it not incorporating that? I was like, bummed out. I couldn't get my GPS username data. either. <clears throat> oh yeah, I, I know get it's only either. using GPS. But like, if even if I would even accept if in the background all it did is when I opened it up, it checked what my step counter was, and then it just let me encounter a Pokemon. And like I'd get better Pokemon the more steps I take. So if I didn't play the game for like a month and racked up like thirty thousand steps, let me have something cool because I've been walking for it or something. Well, like, I mean the the Pokemon because you could just shake your phone and get it that way. That's true. I'm also not crazy, and I have to do stuff besides <laughs> shake my phone. I have a I have a life. That's not I true. And you know it. I need to I need to eat. Yeah. So if someone's going to sit there and shake their phone <laughs> to game it, go for it. But I got shit to do. So I don't care. <clears throat> you need to get one of those like paint can shakers and just put it in there. Efficient. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you really want to do that, go for it. But I'm a po- I'm a busy person that needs my phone with me. Exactly. And I'm not you carrying don't need a paint can shaker. <laughs> That's bullshit. Need- <laughs> you could carry a paint sh- can shaker. Uh. And like, yeah, push notifications would be great. Not just like a vibration. Is, does does it make sound when there's a Pokemon nearby? Because I only get vibrations. I only get vibrations too, so I'm not sure. But yeah. I, my phone's I get always sounds... set to vibration anyway, so. Yeah. Well, I, I even tried turning sound effects back on and then having it, you know, upside down in my pocket while I was listening to a podcast walking home. 
and I get sounds when I come near like a Pokestop and it like opens up for yeah. you. But I don't get one when there's a Pokemon nearby. I, I think for Pokemon, it's straight up a vibration because they want you to actually be aware. I half the time I can't feel my phone vibrating when I'm walking. I would love a sound. My phone is actually louder vibrating than it is actually producing sound. So for me, <laughs> that's it works funny. Great. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Well, there you go for that then. Uh, yeah. Okay. So so let's 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 move on to to stuff we do like about it because I think we're all playing it a lot. Yeah. I know I am. John, you were just biking it to hatch some eggs. Biking I, it to hatch. I some was eggs. biking and I also played Pokemon <laughs> Go while biking. I love how so you he keep. Says. Yeah. <laughs> John's a crazy one here. <laughs> don't don't make me pull out receipts to prove I got my bike fixed before this came out and was right. Well, you knew this was coming out. You were like, I'm gonna have to be hatching know, these no eggs. No one fucking knew this came out when it came out. <laughs> Fuck you. I saw some. I saw someone tweeting. And technically, like, it's not. I even literally out saw someone for us. biking up and down the street with their phone out. This is actually happening. This is literally. They're literally doing the thing from the game. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Paul and I were saying we we live in a weird world. Yeah. It's a dumb oh, world we case. live in. I mean, I don't mind. It is actually getting me to like ride, do my rides longer now because sure, it's just sure. like, all right, nope. there's like uh, there's like half a dozen Pokestops nearby. There's like three gyms. So it's just like, I, all right, I'll go ride. I've heard a bunch of people back. say that actually, that they're walking more now, which you know what? Yeah. That's a great thing. That's actually very good. So yeah, I'm sure in like, two months we're gonna see the kotaku article where it's like this person said they lost 20 pounds because of pokemon oh go. totally totally yeah i mean because because we're already getting i'm already seeing headlines pokemon go made these people go to a graveyard which is like <laughs> the dumbest thing yeah and then the, the other one, one about came, the finding the body in the river the yeah i saw that one today like i okay, i don't okay. know what you're well, talking about there what happened uh, someone in the uh, states. S- some teen. Yeah. The, the article, I, the headline I saw was "Teen f- uh, goes to, like walks for Pokemon Go, ends up finding a dead body." Oh God! <laughs> uh, what the like, fuck? You know, That's two, holy which, shit! <laughs> I mean, everything's gonna get. What's annoying is like, why? Why are these even connected? Like the, what does these have to do with anything? But all right, anyway, enough about that. There's we could talk about that forever. Um, we're talking about things we like. There's a Pokestop right at the corner of my work, so I get new Pokeballs right. every five minutes. That's nice. I I wish I had one of those like that close. Yeah. There's three. I don't have four, any. Four like really close, but I have to go to them. Okay. Uh, and I ran out of Pokeballs last night because I had a glitch happen where uh all my throws were curving to the right no matter what. Huh. Weird. There's actually two Pokestops right by my desk that I can interact with. One's a little bit out of range. Um, however, it seems there must be like an office building across the street or someone near that one. Cause they keep putting, uh, what are, what are those? What are the attracting things? Something uh, modules. Yeah. The, they just call them a scent module or whatever. I'll look it up in a second. Some, something, something starts with an L um, lures. Is it just lure module? Yeah. yeah it's literally just called lure okay. module. Yeah, someone kept dropping those, and then with that thing's range and my person's, like, radius, I was getting, like, I got so many Magikarp and so <laughs> many, like, I'm tentacle. I'm so sad. I want some Magikarps. <laughs> I have, do you know how much, how many candies it takes to evolve a Magikarp? Uh, 50? 400. Okay, that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, yeah. 
that's insane. Um, also, Zubat. There's way too many Zubat. I don't I, know if you guys get this. I've had two Zubats. One of them hatched from an egg. I get I get a Zubat like every 20 minutes. No, for me, Rattatas and Pidgeys are everywhere. Yeah, and okay. Weedles. Lots of Weedles. Okay, so we're we're getting different stuff. Uh, Although I get I've, a lot I've of... got one good thing. I keep getting Eevees for some reason. Oh, I wish I was getting Eevees. Neat. I want Eevees. That's cool. I, it's like yeah. anytime I have one of those like incense things, I'll sit at home, turn it on, and then like two Eevees show up. So I've my nice. strongest Pokemon right now is a Vaporeon. Oh man, I actually want to go to Stampede now with Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, they go. Yeah, I'm waiting to to use my incense when I'm in an area that I'm not going to be at for very long for <clears throat> whoa for very long because <laughs> uh, the other stuff I'll just be able to get over time yeah uh, but there's a bunch of people in my office who have the game so I was saying like we should just all like coordinate when we're going to use our like lure modules and we could have this running like all day <laughs> and yeah that's probably what we're going to end up doing uh, since there's the one in the corner of us so uh, who who did you guys pick to start with Squirrel. Charmander. Charmander. It's always Charmander. Char- Charmander's great. Charmander's super cool. And uh, what colors are you guys? The team colors? Yellow. Uh don't actually remember. Hold on. Did you make it to level five? No. Then, okay, yeah, you you, so then you, yeah. you can't pick yet. So yeah, okay. once you make it to level five and go to a gym, you get to pick a color. What? Uh, I'm also yellow. Nice. What level are you? I haven't done any gym stuff though. Not yet. So the gym stuff is actually how you earn money to buy from the store, too. And if yeah. you don't want to spend real money. Yeah. I haven't spent real money. Have you guys spent real money? No, I'm trying no. to avoid it if I can. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the so so down here, every BART stop is a gym. Nice. And the one that's across the street from me sorry, uh, is yellow, unfortunately. Well, no, so that's, good. that's good because you put one of your Pokemon in the, extra, in the free slots of the gym and then you get uh, your bonus. But don't I want to like beat the gym and then take it over and control it? No, no. So here's how this works. You, okay. uh, no matter whatever the prestige level is, that's how many trainers can put Pokemon in there. So if okay. a gym is prestige level one, that means there's only one Pokemon there. If it's two, you can put in two and so on and so on. Uh, if you're the same team color and there's an empty slot, put a Pokemon in there and then you can get the, uh, the gym bonus. Okay, and if it's full, how do I how do I kick that guy out? If it's full, what you do is train against the gym to level up its prestige, and then it adds another slot. Oh, okay, okay. Then I guess that's good for me, yeah, because it's right yeah. across the street. So I can't I don't I, I can't reach it from my place, but I'm gonna be going past it like every day to get to work anyway. So yeah. So from what I've heard, nice. the uh, the biggest mm-hmm. bonus you can get daily is from ten gyms. Which is yeah. a, which is a hundred coins and five thousand Stardust, and Stardust is something you use to power up your Pokemon. Right. Yep. Um, that's I'm gonna say honorary fourth uh, gripe with this game. It doesn't explain shit to you. Yeah, it really yeah. does not. I, I had to look online to find out how to use your second attack. Yeah, I found a whole long fact thing that I I tweeted out for people. I don't have the link on me. Some person just typed up on Tumblr, but there is so much more to that game than just, hey, there's Pokemon nearby. Have fun. Bye. So, uh, but it just needs to get better. It just needs to be more stable. It's such a cool idea. You And it's missing so much. You can't trade Pokemon. I'm not That's surprised. like the thing. I'm not surprised. You can't trade. Like what? I should be able to trade Pokemon. Because right now you don't even know that you can't even see other trainers unless you're at a gym. 
Right. But I feel like if I was like close enough to a person, like we could like open up like our Bluetooth or something. We could tell it, okay, go into trade mode and search for something nearby. Like there's like no social aspect to this besides the gym thing. Like I can't go to my friends and do anything with them. I mean, also keep in mind the was the app say it's version 0.29 or something like that. Yeah, 0.29. So maybe yeah. that could be added in the future. The fact oh, that I'm you sure they're going to add tons. The fact that you can't fight <laughs> other Pokemon trainers aside from the gym is a bit of a bummer too. But I can't. I would be shocked if they didn't add that into the game. Apparently, trading yeah. uh, is coming. People have confirmed. I'm sure they're going to add all this stuff eventually. Yeah. I just i I really wish there was some social aspect to it now because, like I said. Me and my buddy can't do anything together, really, which which sucks. Like, I'm going to hang out with people right now who, which some I know are playing this game. And the the only thing I can do is, well, look at what's in my backpack and yeah. I'll look at what's in your backpack and that. OK. That's it. That's all we can do, which just seems crazy. Like Pokemon's supposed to be like the most social thing. But anyway, I'm enjoying it. It's it, yeah. it's free. Uh, if people can download it, uh, like I said, don't, because then I can't play as much. Right. What uh, What level are you, and what's your strongest Pokemon? Uh, six. Mm-hmm. And I think I have... I think it's a Dratini that I found. Nice. nice. Yeah, which is a good Pokemon to find, right? Uh, it's got to be just a little over 100, I believe. Okay. My strongest right now is... 118, it's a Dratini. Mine, I'm level 10, and my strongest Pokemon right now is my Vaporeon, which is 897. Wow, what are you doing to get all this? The EVs are just around my house. <laughs> yeah, but how are you getting, so, like, how are they so powerful? Um, the more, the, the higher level you are, the stronger Pokemon you find. When you evolve a Pokemon, they get a huge boost in their attack strength. And then I just had a bunch of extra EV candies I poured into them. <laughs> Uh, okay, like you must for, be getting like a lot of a lot of EVs. Like for comparison, my second strongest is a Pidgeot at five hundred and eight. So yeah, that's that's a lot. Wow. <laughs> um, I have a lot of Stardust. I haven't used like much of that at all. I have probably about five thousand Stardust just sitting with me. Yeah, the it's I found it's best to wait until you get like a really strong Pokemon and then like put a little bit into it, but don't even bother until they're like fully evolved. If it's wait, there's a Bell Sprout around here. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, sorry, John. You're saying I shouldn't power them up until they fully evolved? Uh, yeah. Why is that? Uh, because apparently they just get like big boosts and they'll like they'll cost you extra candy anyway. So okay. supposedly uh, people in the beta were saying the best strategy is to uh, find your strongest current level of the first evolution, fully evolve him, then start actually giving him Stardust. Supposedly, okay. unless you're really desperate for a Pokemon to fight with or uh, put into a gym. OK, all right. Good to know. Anyway, it's cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to when they add more Pokemon as well. Uh. My girlfriend's playing it, which is super cool because she doesn't really play games, but she's getting pretty into this. Uh, so we're planning to like go on like a Pokemon catching walk at some point. So that should be fun. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, any other any final notes on Pokemon before we go to questions? I wish the uh, capture range was a little bit bigger because <laughs> sometimes you have to be annoyingly close to like <clears throat> stops and gyms to actually get them to activate. I'll agree with that. Yep, I had to get too close to a gym to even look at it. Yep, that's true. I also want to know how the hell someone managed to take over the White House gym. 
Did you see that? No. What's the White House gym? There's an actual gym uh, for this game at the White House, and apparently yep. the current trainer right now, uh, its Pokemon is named Murica. Nice. Maybe All it's right, one of good. Obama's daughters. It'd be funny if it maybe, was. Maybe it's Obama. Maybe it is Obama. He was the ultimate trainer. We never knew. Yeah. All right, questions. Let's, let's do that. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Topdownrespective at gmail.com is the email address at TDP Podcast on Twitter, Facebook group, Reddit, all that. This first one's from Jordan. It says, hey, TDP, Mario Marathon 2016 is starting this weekend. A charity. Did, didn't that already end? These are two weeks worth of questions. That would be why. Right? Yeah. Uh, a charity marathon stream where they play through all the Mario games. Do any of you watch any charity marathons? And if so, which one? No. Not really, no. I did. I watched SGDQ. I, yeah, I watched some of SGDQ, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there's anyone that I'm like looking forward to every year and I like tune in to like watch, really. John, you were last year, so we said you get to do the NPD numbers. All right. I, I would have done them anyways because you guys usually hate doing these. Yep. This All time right. there's a reason. <laughs> this time there's a reason? <laughs> oh, because you made it. You made an excuse. Got it. All right. These are the N- Nintendo... Or not Nintendo. These are the uh, NPD numbers for, I'm going to say, June. So these are the sales of consoles and games in North America. PlayStation 4 sold about 270,000 units. The Xbox One sold about 107,000 units. 3DS, less than 72,000 units. Wii U, around 25,000. The Xbox 360, uh, 11.9 thousand, so almost 12,000. And the PlayStation 3, 10.7 thousand. So, big dip in Xbox One, but that's probably because they announced the Xbox One S and Project Scorpio. No. Do not be surprised if it stays like that for a while. Uncharted 4 sold about 879,000 copies in June. That's pretty good, especially for a game that came out in May. Doom sold... That game's great. Yeah. Doom sold 521,000 copies, way better than Doom 3, apparently. Overwatch, 361,000, 50 to 100,000... Wait, really? 50 to 100,000 copies are PC, but it was only out for a couple days in the tracking I thought that would be higher. I thought so, too. I'm a bit surprised on that. But these are physical copies, odds are. These should be counting only physical. Is this, Are there physical copies of Overwatch? Yeah. I saw them at Best Buy the other day. Okay. All right. Uh, Battleborn, by comparison, sold between 125000 and 175000 That's a PlayStation Plus game right now. So Really? Yeah. So you can just play that for free if you have PlayStation Plus. All right, maybe Plus, that's what it's worth. PS4. I heard it's actually not that bad. It's just completely overshadowed it's just not overwatch yeah it's yeah it has some messy design elements in it i think it's kind of hard to look at like there's a lot of visual diarrhea everywhere but it plays okay because you you just turn it on and you're just like this is an overwatch what am i looking at that's that's not what, <laughs> what i meant but to, you're right what happened to my overwatch box who it, put something else on here my overwatch Jeez. box <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Grand Theft Auto V sold 164,000 copies last month. That is insane that it's still selling that well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. NBA 2K16. Which is almost more than Battleborn. Yeah. That's the other funny thing. NBA 2K16 has sold about 96,000 copies. 
Uh, Black Ops 3 sold about 84,000 copies, and Dark Souls 3 sold about 80,000 copies. And it says, Halo 5's worldwide lifetime-to-date amount of copies sold 5 million shipped. Not from the NPD, but it's a nice note. Cool. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you did uh, Black Ops 3. We were trying to figure out what that was. We, we figured it was that, but we weren't sure. Well, what other BO3 game is there? Yeah, that's it, we, right? We, yeah, <laughs> that we couldn't really think of one, but it didn't jump to our heads at first when we were looking at it. Yeah. All right, David writes in and says, Hey, guys, recently I played and beat Mighty Number no. 9. I liked it more than I thought I would, although it did crash once, and the writing for Dr. Sandra is atrocious. My biggest gripe with the game is littered with instant death traps. I hate when games have a health bar, but make it pointless for most of their game. It's made even worse by the fact that Mighty Number no. 9 takes a long time to reload the stage when you die. Then I realized Mighty Number no. 9 inherited these stage hazard designs from the original Mega Man games, which I wasn't a huge fan of either. This led me to the conclusion that I dislike Mighty Number no. 9 because it had to be a Mega Man game. That is, classic Mega Man games are bad, making my, may, ah, making Mighty Number no. 9 bad. So my question is, what do people find appealing about classic Mega Man games? 1 through 6, to a lesser extent, 9 and 10, not the X series. Nobody's well, going to say anything? Like about Mega Man? I had to reread the question because it took okay. me oh, okay. for a second. Sorry. Okay, well, uh, I mean, the thing you have to realize is that Mega Man was a game growing up that was ahead of its time and it's old by standards now. So if you weren't into them back then, why the hell would you think you'd be into it now? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, the, the problem is like they've made better Mega Man games since too. Yeah. Like, I prefer the, I personally prefer the X series. I think the X series is yeah. faster paced and get, fixes a lot of the problems the original series has. Yeah. 100% correct. Like, I like Mega Man games, but the X games are just objectively better. So, yeah, I think it's the things he's griping about. Maybe I glossed over when I played Mighty Number no. 9 because that's just how I know Mega Man games play. Mm. So, I don't know. Like, I guess my thing here is that if you don't play or if you didn't like Mega Man games and you didn't play them like a lot or anything like that, then you're probably seeing the problems that I don't see because I played a lot of those games and I just got used to it. So, but yeah, there are problems if you don't like that sort of thing for sure, or you're not used to it. Um, I just didn't really play much Mega Man. Yeah. Yeah. The game feel of them is nice, but like they were rough around the edges at the beginning too. And then, mm-hmm. it, like, I thought it was weird that 9 and 10 went back to, like, restricting you on those things. I think 9 got rid of the slide or gave it to Proto Man. 10, yeah. I think, did the same. So, like, it, it restricted some of your things, too. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like, like I said, I prefer the X series much more, but the appeal is, like, they started the genre and they, uh, I can't really say they did much with it, can I? Because really, the no. original series kind of just stayed the same way. They did. And then people didn't really like 7 and 8. Well, no, I mean, the thing is, every time a new Mega Man game came out, they did upgrade it a little bit. But then that's why it's weird, like you said, 9 and 10 went back to strip down. Because, mm. <laughs> like, they eventually added the slide. Then they added, I think, 4 had the Mega Buster charge. Like, yep. they added yep. things. So, it's just never been huge things like it was from those games to Mega Man X. 
Yeah. Like, that was the jump. <clears throat> and that's why that game is still one of my favorite games of all time and can be replayed even these days. Like, that's just a good game. And yeah, right. I don't know. Glenn writes. I just say, yeah, oh. X is better, but there's still appeal to the originals. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like holding like the original Mario Brothers in reverence. Yeah. Or Mario 64, since it's like one of the first 3D games. Yep. Glenn writes, hey, guys, I just beat Super Me Boy. And even though I did it in just two afternoons, I'm convinced that was the hardest game I've ever beaten. What is the hardest game you guys remember beating? Try to consider only normal, unchanged difficulty settings and not extra challenge modes of any kind. Hmm. Yeah, Meat Boy is probably up there for me. I didn't find uh, Meat Boy that hard because I felt like it controlled well. Like, I'm trying to think of something that like I beat even though it just felt artificially hard. Ninja Gaiden, uh, <laughs> Devil Ninja May Gaiden, Cry yeah. 1 and 3. 3. Yeah, I'm going to say Devil May Cry 3. I only ever played Special Edition, so. Yeah, Special That's Edition, the they fixed version. the difficulty. Yeah. And they took out the two-player mode, which bummed me out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe it's just Meat Boy for me. Maybe like Castlevania 3. I never beat Castlevania 2, so. Legend of Zelda 2. I haven't beaten Zelda 2. Zelda 1 and Zelda 2. Zelda 2, yeah, pretty hard at points. But once you figure it out, it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, Metroid 1, I feel like, has aged pretty rough. I don't think I ever beat Metroid. It feels a lot harder now. I I haven't done the first few Metroids. What are games that are considered very, very hard games? Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> <laughs> the Ninja Gaidens, Castlevanias. Um, I feel like now the Zeldas are starting to get that. At least the, Some of them, the classic yeah. ones. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say the, the newer Zeldas, and I was like, who's saying that? No, no one's saying that about the newer Zeldas. Uh, unless you're playing on like Hero Mode, Ganondorf Mode whatever the hell it is for the Twilight Princess HD one. He specifically says the normal mode yeah. for his questions. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I'm trying to think of what other games. Adventure Island games are hard. Uh, really just like that arcade, er, like home console arcade era type games are usually pretty challenging. Battletoads. People think Contra's hard. I find it. it's gotten a lot easier over the years. Oh, I mean, I guess I think, people say Dark Souls is hard. Yeah, Dark yeah. Souls is like the current... <clears throat> like genre or current eras like hard game i don't really play a ton of like really hard games i'm just trying, like i'm just what's the hardest souls game probably demons i have no idea so whatever you think hmm. i never did beat demons so i can't even count that i never beat battle toads Oh, someone in the chat said Super Hexagon. I haven't beaten that, but that game's pretty hard. Yeah, that game's hard. Great great soundtrack. All right, John, you're next. All right. Next question comes to us from Eduardo. As someone whose primary source of entertainment is usually Japanese, I tend to notice moments where a translation really ruins the message, either by the translation being outright bad or because a translated version just doesn't work, like with songs or puns. 
I was just wondering what was the worst moment you've ever had where a translation just completely <laughs> soured the experience? Uh, none. Yeah, me neither. I don't know two languages, so I wouldn't even know if it's translated poorly or if that's just how it's written. Yeah, honestly, like, I wouldn't know better. Yeah. And like, I almost wouldn't care. I think bad I mean, translations like, are funny, too. That too, I was going to say, yeah. all the classic ones are just kind of, like, silly, like, you know, Master of Unlocking and stuff. But, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I like like Paul said, I kind of like bad translations. And then and then when I think of like modern day stuff, like I remember people being upset about like Fire Emblem Fates and stuff. And it's like, I don't even know what the Japanese one was like. So ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Paul, you're up. All right. Hebrew Lantern writes in and says, hello, Paul, John and Sean. As you may or may not know, the Pokemon VGC video game championships were this past weekend. There have been lots of Pokemon news that has been released in the past week. My question is, is there any sort of competitive gaming either of y'all either? I guess all of y'all are doing. Either of y'all. Either of y'all. Yeah, I forgot he's Texan. So. Uh, competitive I don't gaming. play much competitive. I did just come back from that retro <clears throat> video game championship, so. That, yep, that's that true. You, you play won. in a lot of tournaments. Yeah, I, I got champion. So I guess like like Iron Man style gaming tournaments, like random game mystery game tournaments. That's my kind of style. Okay. I I don't think I've ever really like tried to do a competitive thing game wise. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing Overwatch competitive mode, but I'm not going to be like trying to like make a team or like make a name for myself in any capacity. Overwatch competitive mode has a lot of problems. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um the last game I played competitively for like at all maybe was Dota 2 years ago. All right. But I don't usually play competitive <clears throat> games either, honestly, so there's that. Uh follow-up question, will my wisdom teeth be making it on the air? anytime soon no they're out of my head <laughs> so, ew <laughs> ew no i don't think so okay dylan says if you could have the pope play through a video game of your choosing which would it be is this in response to matt pat giving the pope yes. undertale okay yes, it is. I, okay Are we are we trying to like give him like a gross <laughs> game or something like just like completely weird? Yeah, like Binding of Isaac, I guess. Or I'd give him Tetris. Um, I'd just straight up give him Tetris or yeah. Pong. Tetris or Pong or Dante's Inferno. <laughs> there you go, Dante's Inferno. Um, Call of Duty Four. Whatever the latest Call of Duty okay. is. <laughs> Black Ops 3, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Black Ops 3. And, and you know, just combine it together. Like, you know, uh, and Journey. <laughs> Give the Pope bad rats. I don't know why that got me. That's so good. <laughs> Someone's saying Catherine. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good one. Give him Catherine. 
Diablo is another one people are saying. Actually, you know what? Pokemon's a great answer. That's a pretty good answer. <laughs> Pokemon. That's true. Pokemon Go. He could. He could. Uh, he could be the gym leader of the, the Vatican. Yeah, I was, that's, I was. Yeah, I was saying the Vatican, and I was trying to put the thing together. Yeah, he could be the gym leader of the Vatican. Yo, that's what? True. Okay, what's the Pope's Pokemon team? Oh man, six okay. Pokemon that the Pope uses. Six. I don't remember great, all the Pokemon. This is a that's great a question. This is a great question. Um, I think I don't know why he never wanted to evolve it, but he has like a really powerful Ekans. <laughs> why a snake? A snake? <laughs> yeah. I'm actually looking forward to what uh, the chat starts screaming out yeah. here. But um, I, I had a feeling Arceus makes the most sense. That's <laughs> basically the god Pokemon. So yeah. Um. Yeah. You know what? He's probably got a bunch of Zubats. <laughs> <laughs> He's that trainer yeah. that has six Zubats, and you're like, "What are you doing?" My Ratata is the is in the top percent of Ratata. <laughs> Yeah, some if someone says one Charmander, the rest are Weedles. <laughs> bug patch bug catcher pope. Yeah, just nothing but pope. just nothing but fucking Weedles. RCS and Mew. You're hearing? Uh he has that golden magic carp. Oh wow, we have a serious answer here. It's just all the legendaries from the last few games. Pretty and Mew. much, yeah. Yep. I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and think of I'm gonna try and let's let's all think us three. Let's think of two each. Okay. So I'm sticking with my like beefed up Ekans. Okay. <laughs> um and a graveler, because he hasn't found anyone to trade with. <laughs> Those are my That's two. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> I wanna say he'd have like an Arcanine. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he had a Pikachu because he just really likes the mascot. Sure. Alright. Yeah, that's cute. Pikachu. He has like a he has a Porygon Z. Or like he'd been watching the really anime too much, thinking that Pikachu was actually better than like a Raichu <laughs> at every other Pokemon. <laughs> sure. Sure. You guys have to pick one more each. Yeah. Mm. I want him to have something just completely left field and powerful like Mewtwo. Okay. I th- actually sure. no, I think Mew makes it is a better fit. Yeah, I agree. Better. Okay. One more for you, Paul. What is his sixth Pokemon? What's the one he sends out at the end? I'm like probably Mew, but his fifth one might be. What the fuck? No, I think I kind of think it's funnier the other way around. If Mew is like second last. Okay, okay. And then then he just whips out just like a Metapod. Yeah, Harden. (laughs) Harden. (laughs) Oh, I. I'm not good with this type of thing because I didn't play like two generations or maybe three worth of Pokemon. I mean, I games. haven't said like any of the recent generations. We've all That's just true. been picking from Gen 1. Yeah, you're not wrong. Someone says a Bidoof. <laughs> a Bidoof. Just a Wooper. I think he needs... Yeah, you know what? I'll say Wooper. He needs like... All right. Yeah, that seems dumb. <laughs> That's a dumb Pokemon for the Pope to have. I love that gif that's just like... When all your friends are dying and you've come to realize that like life doesn't matter and it's yeah. the, it's that gif of all the Pokemon like drowning in like a river going down and then Wooper's just smiling and yeah. just staring blankly at the yeah, camera. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so funny. Okay. 
one more for each of us. John? All right. Next one comes to us from... Uh, that was Dylan. So Dark Haze. Oh, Dark what Haze. What would you try to do if you were trapped in a video game? Choose a nice game and a bad one. <laughs> try to I feel do? like the bad one, I'd be like, try to survive. Like I'd probably try to win. Yeah, survive. <laughs> if it's a bad game, yeah, try and survive. Um, just in a nice game. Jump real high. That'd be fun. I'd try to fly, maybe. What game am I in? Yo, if I was in Journey, I would probably just lay in the sand and take a nap. It looks so nice. Me- just and ride around get, on flying carpets. Stroke. Yeah, that's true. but he's wearing like a like a cloak thing. That's why I get heat stroke. I think you could go sand surfing. Oh, that would I would totally go sand surfing, right? Yeah, and like I said, you could fly on magic on those like flying carpet things. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. What about you, John? I'd be in Tetris and I'd send the Kremlin to space. I got nothing, honestly. Uh, I've always wanted to be in like the Uncharted universe just because of how much weird, random shit seems to happen there. That'd be that'd be fun. That'd be a fun universe. I I would like to be in Katamari. Oh, just as a person, I just want to watch it happen. I'd love to be in the Mass Effect universe. Different like cool. species of aliens talking to you on the Citadel. That would be real cool, yeah. This is Commander Shepard's favorite store on the Citadel. Yeah. And I went to it. <laughs> All right, Paul, last question. No More Spiros writes in and says, Paul, any opinions on Perino Party? Yeah, that game's garbage. All right. Great. I don't like it. People want to send in questions next week. Yeah. Uh, Paul, where can they send them? Uh, Facebook.com, Top Down Perspective. That's where we mainly check things, obviously. But John's P.O. Box. Twitter. Twitter. John's P.O. Box. You're right. Yeah. John's P.O. Box. Yeah. Nice. All right. Games of the week. Oh, and Top Down Perspective at gmail.com. Uh, Pokemon yep. Go, because that's all I played. Oh, fuck. Um. Uh... You know, Box Boy didn't make me angry, or Box Box Boy did not make me angry. So I'm gonna put that. Uh, probably Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm looking forward to playing that when I have time. I hope I have time. Oh, that's right. Uh, just as a side note to John's PO box, ha ha ha. Uh, Canada Post is on strike right now, so maybe don't send things to John's PO box until yeah. that's sorted out. <laughs> that started yesterday. Great. So weird. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So maybe don't do that until further notice. Uh, all right. If uh, if that's it, then uh, that's it. we'll be back next week. Sweet. See you guys then. Bye.